the network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is the AV Profession, episode 22, preparing for recurring revenue. Support for AV Nation is brought to you by... Sure, because every voice matters. This is the AV Profession. My name is Tim Albright. I am your host. This is the show where uh, AV Nation looks at the business of the audiovisual integrator and how to help you do your business better. With us today is Steve Riley. Steve is from Navigate Consulting. Welcome, sir. Thank you. Glad to be here. You and I uh, started a conversation a couple of weeks ago about moving to a service and a support um, model for integrators. I and mean, you mentioned the fact that a 10% of recurring revenue is, is a nice goal to have, is a nice, nice bullseye to shoot for. Today, although we're going to talk about how to get there, right? <laughs> how, to, how to get the nuts and bolts, not just from a, a 50,000 foot view and, and getting your management team ready, but today we're going to talk about the actual how to get your integration firm, everybody from the owner down to the tech, involved and ready to do you know recurring revenue and, and service and support. So first of all, you know what are some of the areas that you guys look at when you walk into an integration firm and you're like, okay, here here are the departments. I guess is the best way to put this. Here are the departments that we can help, and, and this is how we help them. Sure. So first thing we want to do is we want to see the service department, because every company will have some sort of uh, service function to them. Uh, you, uh, if you're doing installations uh, on the way out the door, you, you know what we what we hear well, on the way out the door, you'll hear, uh, you know, if this thing breaks, call us, we'll come fix it. Well, uh, that that is an opportunity lost uh, for a support contract and a maintenance contract. And it's uh, not a new concept at all. Uh, but it's it's one that uh, uh, oftentimes gets overlooked. So you, you also had talked about you know getting the, the sales team involved. Mm-hmm. How do you shift a salesperson's mindset, right? Because it's if if they've been in the in the AV industry for any length of time, 10, 15, 20 years, they're used to selling systems, right? And boxing and the, the old uh, the old adage of you know we the AV industry, we sell black boxes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how do you shift them from that mentality and, and that strategy to a service strategy and a recurring revenue strategy? So interestingly enough, you said the word system, and I'm glad you brought that up because I'm going to talk about systems. Uh, systems are what AV integrators sell. They don't mm-hmm. sell products. They sell systems. The customers buy systems. That's what they're interested in. The system uh, lives forever until it's decommissioned. Uh, But the project is a temporary cycle. It's very temporary. It comes and goes. Um, Projects tend to tie up capital. They tie up your warehouse. They tie up people. Uh, It's important to have some level of understanding that the support model can be a wonderful complement to your project offering. So how do you how do you shift a, a salesperson's mindset on that? First is you got to build a product. You've got to have a support product. You've got to have a uh, a support agreement or a service contract, and call it uh, you know Acme AV Care or something. You you need to get some kind of cute name to it so that 
everyone can understand that when you're talking about that, that, that you're talking about a, a, a support agreement that has SLAs. Now, SLAs are service level agreements that uh, commit you to timeframes and when you will respond, when you'll show up on site, when you'll have a pathway to resolution, and when you'll be resolved with, this, with the support event. So it's very important to define that. And once you've defined it and get it documented and create marketing literature for it, it helps the salesperson see that as a product that can be sold. Uh, so I think that's pretty critical. The second thing I think is really critical is, is getting on the proposals, stop putting the maintenance agreement or the support agreement at the bottom. It feels optional. It feels like it's for a customer. It's easy to remove. Um, put it at the top, make it the number one item on there. Be proud of, of your support offering and make sure that it's something that is talked about uh, in every discussion. Attach a support agreement to every proposal that goes out the door. Uh, that alone will raise you several percentage points uh, in your revenue um, and maintenance. So that, I think I answered your question. Yeah, the, the, the putting it at the, at the top of the, of the contract and the proposal is one of the more practical pieces of advice I think I've heard when it comes to recurring revenue. You, you're, you're right. Be proud of it. You know, make sure that it's right there in, in front and center. And I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, <laughs> thinking of the old proposals I used to see. And when I was a tech manager, you're, you're, you're not, you're right. When it comes to the things that are towards the bottom, those tend to be optional or add-ons and stuff like that. And if you, if you actually flip the script and add it to the top, that's actually quite, quite smart. Um, when it comes to, to warehousing and, and getting your techs involved in, in the process of becoming a service model or, or service style integrator, what are some of the things that you, that you have to do or you're, you're, you advise integrators to do when it comes to the techs in the warehouse? Well, first thing is you've got to make sure that they're educated and they're capable of doing the work. So a few years ago when I was with an integration firm, uh, we ran a survey on uh, what it is that customers really care about, you know, when it comes to their, their service provider. Uh, we surveyed a hundred of our top customers and uh, the responses we got back were kind of all over the board, but really there were three that were rather striking that, that they were common. Um, the first one was a fast response. So they want to have a, uh, our clients want to have a fast response to, uh, you know, when they're in peril and they have a service call that they want, you know, someone to own it quickly. The second was knowledgeable technicians. So they'll need to have, uh, integrators will need to have technicians that are trained and, and uh, knowledgeable in the products that, uh, that are installed in these systems that are out there that need support. And the third, I thought was interesting because it, it invoked an emotion. Um, they, wanted, they wanted the integrator to care, to care about them. And I thought that was really interesting. They wanted them to care. So how do you demonstrate these three things in order to add value? Uh, the fast response, that's a matter of X's and O's and getting your act together uh, you know, in your, in your call center to be able to, uh, to rally quickly and be able to respond. Um, the second, you know, the knowledgeable technicians, that's easy too. That's a matter of getting guys to training and, and making sure that they know what they're doing. But the third demonstrating the caring, uh, the way to demonstrate caring is through a tiered support structure. So a tier one through four, 
create this escalation path and a resolution path. And getting technicians, you ask about technicians specifically, so uh, getting them to understand what fast response means and uh, being knowledgeable about the products are very, are very important, but also being able to care and know what the different escalations are uh, you know, during a support call. But that's some really good advice and, and ways to put meat to what may be an ethereal concept like caring and quick uh, because quick is subjective, right? I mean, what, what you think is quick is, is not what I think of quick, but giving folks an actual tangible definition of that, I think is very important. Um, all right. Uh, as we kind of wrap up here, what's one piece of advice, Steve, that you would give somebody as they are either considering this or they're just now starting the process of going down the service and the recurring revenue road? I think, you know, uh, make sure that you've got the back end to support it. So it's one thing to say, yeah, we're going to be quick and yeah, we're going to be uh, knowledgeable and yeah, we're going to care. I mean, I get that, but make sure you've got the back end for it. So uh, be sure to log serial numbers as items come in. Be sure to uh, uh, track them all the way through the installation and have system IDs that are assigned to those systems and uh, have the serial numbers associated with all those systems, that, that elevates your game uh, to something that's significantly better than what, what the competition is providing. Uh, so my advice would be making sure that you have the back end to support all that. Very good, Steve Riley from Navigate. Thank you so much. If somebody's interested in, in getting a hold of you or having you and Navigate help them go along the path of, of recurring revenue, how do they do that? Uh, they can contact me directly. My name, uh, my email address is steve.riley, spelled R-I-L-E-Y, at NavigateMC. So that's Navigate Management Consulting, NavigateMC.com. Right, or you good. can contact my cell phone number at 660-605-2198. All right, very good, Steve Riley from Navigate. Uh, my name is Tim Albright. For more information about us, you can find us at avnation.tv, avnation.tv. The page, for the, the episode page for this, I'll also put a link to Steve and to Navigate on that as well. Uh, while you're there, check out our underwriter section. These are the folks who help us financially, help us bring you the AV profession and so many more great podcasts. All that and more at avnation.tv, avnation.tv. avnation.tv.